Hey, and welcome back to Radio Therapy. I am your host, Calypso, and today I want to tell you about Motherland Fort Salem. I started watching it during this quarantine, of course, because I have nothing better to do with my life. Um, And it happened to coincide, like I started watching this show, and then I started reading this book, or I just started reading technically a chapter in a book, because you know textbooks, it's like you can read a chapter, you learn a lot, it's, you know informative. With textbooks, it's like you could read a chapter and then boom, you've done something as opposed to like an actual chapter book. You have to read the whole entire book start to finish. Anyway, so I read a chapter which was basically about like the criminology of terrorism and stuff like that. And it made me think of Motherland Fort Salem and like what is the goal? Oh, this is going to have spoilers. So if you haven't watched the show or whatever, if you're not all the way caught up, um, this might be a little bit of a crusher for you, but in the show, the spree, it seems to me, I'm like, I'm a little confused about their goals. I'm guessing that they're seeking autonomy. I also think that the show's strange, that the idea of witches giving up uh, sovereignty over their own power to live under to become tools of the American government or and governments all around the world, um, I just think is sad and just insane. I'm like, that just seems crazy and unrealistic that witches would give up their sovereignty and work for the, for the government. I, that's just crazy. Um, but that's just me. I just think that that's insane. But anyways, the spree, it seems like that's what they're fighting for, though, like sovereignty. Um, so having that has a very like anarchist perspective on it. However, it's like a group mentality. And it does seem like the way that everything's being run, I guess, um, is very, like, at least for the, like, the witches are living under the regime of the United States, but the one who controls them, I also think is interesting, she works for the United States government. She's the one who's the head of, like, all the witches, even though they all work for different governments, but she has this, the power of the U.S. military, and so therefore, it gives her this power. So I think it's also interesting that the United States is still, uh, through subliminal messaging, I guess, seen as the supreme being. And even when we incorporate the supernatural, the United States is still king. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. But I do the spree thing is just still getting to me because I haven't figured out what their end game is. I think it's just that they want people to be able, they want the witches to be free and not subservient to governments because their power technically, in theory, if all of them were to work together, outweighs all of the um, people who would oppose them or the mortals that would oppose them, I guess. So I'm interested to see what's happening, happening, what's going to happen with the spree. But I am so glad that Rael and what's her name are done because it just needed to happen. 
because I was so mad when I figured out that she was spree. I was like, this is an outrage. This needs to like, no, 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 no. And it broke her little heart and I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, this is outrageous. And then uh, I want to know what's up with the the two, the, the bellwether and then that guy from wherever he's from with his little sister. I feel like his sister is very controlling. The the one I do like the fact that the witches, the women are um supreme. Like even with that little girl and the guy from their like tribe where there's only like 10 of them left, but they won't accept help from the military. Um his sister is younger than him, but she, but he still answers to her. I think that that's uh interesting dynamic is that she's still um in control but i do want to know what's going to happen between him and the bellwether because i think that those two should they're just so cute and i think he offers a balance um because for most of the show you really see it's just war 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 and that's what's on everybody's mind they just see um like they come in kind of like I imagine people in the military in general come in. It's just like your wide eyed, your bushy tailed kind of thing of like, this is what I came in here to do. But you don't have a realistic um, framework for what it is that you're about to experience because there's it's a, it's easy to say like, oh, this is what I'm going to go do. I'm joining the military and blah, 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 blah. But what that actually entails, the sacrifices and what you see, um, I think is something that can't be described to you. So I think he offers the balance in terms of he is not a proponent of war and stuff like that. So I think having his perspective and her, especially as a her being a bellwether, um, having all that pressure to um, adhere to the name and stuff like that, I think once she she and the girls experience them killing civilians and all that stuff and losing her sister, I think the real casualties of war have kind of set in, even though he was telling her that war always has consequences. Um, and the other thing I think is strange is like, which is balance are all about balance and stuff. And it's like, war has consequences. And you know, you're messing with um, the natural order of things. So I'm surprised you don't see more, I guess, consequences um, to the actions. I love also the fact that the guys are just like sex toys. I kind of love that. I love that marriage is like five years. They're, um, off the market or whatever. I do feel bad for oh, the redheaded girl. I can't remember her name right now. Um, because that guy and her were so cute and they were like really in love, but then he ends up uh, being off the market for five years. But I don't like the idea of like him then trying to get his wife in on, in on it or whatever. And then it becomes some threesome kind of thing. I was just like, you guys' love was just so cute. But I also see that um, in this context of the show, like sex isn't, um, it's not a love thing. It's a power thing. Um, cause the women draw power from it. So that I think is, um, interesting. And I think that that's something that's contrary to, 
I think, uh, um, I don't have the words, but I think it's just interesting that it is very, it's a matriarchal and, uh, sex makes women powerful, which I think really subscribes to the whole like sex liberation movement and things like that. And women also having the autonomy over their bodies, they can have sex with whatever guys they want to and stuff like that. And it's empowering to them and the men are subservient. So I think it's just an interesting uh, way to look at things, even though it's taking place like as if it was like now um, or not now, but like in modern times at least. Um, so yeah, I love the show. I definitely would recommend it. It is just, I think, interesting in terms of it's war, but it's like this supernatural war. And it's all women fighting, which I also think is something that's um, interesting, given the fact that um, that's not very common in the armed forces, or it hasn't been very common, you know what I mean? You don't see a lot of uh, they've always said that they don't want to see women on the front lines, like in the military and stuff like that. And because of, uh, I don't know, women's propriety and that's just something they're not supposed to do and stuff like that. Men are supposed to be the protectors. So I think it's just interesting that in this, the fighters are the women. These are the people who are on the front lines every day. So I think that that's just something that's really beautiful. It's very uh, women empowerment. Um, and I think it also speaks to the whole idea of like women who are powerful being witches, being labeled because they can't, being labeled with that because they can't be tamed by societal expectations or the patriarchy and stuff like that. But in this, it's like women are unapologetically um, strong. Even the president of the United States is a woman at the time. She's a black woman, um, which I think also has some commentary there. So I think there's a lot of like subliminal messaging in the show. Um, but I do really love that it's primarily an all woman cast. And um, it's also, uh, this, it speaks to the idea of women in power being considered witches. You know what I mean? I like that aspect of it too. Like you're not allowed to be a strong, independent woman, um, without like receiving this label. Cause it is called motherland Fort Salem. So it does speak to, um, have that ode to the Salem witch trials and all that stuff. So I definitely think it's worth watching. I think there's a lot of uh, subliminal messaging going on in it. And totally just worth, worth the watch, worth the watch. And I don't know if I'll do like, because um, it's already like, episode nine, I think. So I don't know if I'll do like show by show stuff, but I'll check in periodically and like tell you what I'm thinking of the show because it is only the first season, but I'm loving it so far. All right, Calypso out.